All right. This weekend, of course, we lose an hour. The clocks spring forward Sunday, 2 a.m. Uh, we lose an hour of sleep, so it's a good time to start talking about your sleep habits. Christine Tomchik is a nurse, nurse practitioner with the Children's Exercise and Nutrition Clinic at McMaster Children's Hospital. Welcome to the program. Hi, Alan. How are you doing? Well, I, I'm good. Um, I, I'm at an age where you know I look longingly at uh, my teenagers who seem to just be able to sleep with you know no problem, sleep anywhere, anytime for as long as they like. What is it about getting older that makes it that makes us so we don't sleep as much? I don't know about you, but I'm certain that I didn't sleep as much in my early 20s. But um, <laughs> as, we age, as we age, it may seem that sleep continues to be elusive due to our lifestyle choices, stress, anxieties, our job demands, our state of mental health and social and family commitments. But as we age, it is the hope that we are more mindful and aware of the importance of prioritizing sleep and do our best to obtain the recommended number of hours for sleep that will promote wakefulness during the day, such as choosing, and it also helps with choosing healthier foods, energy for increased physical activity and improving our overall well-being. Right. So when we lose an hour, I mean, a lot of people struggle with it for maybe a, a day or so, but what does it actually do to our body and then our internal clock to lose that hour? Um, well, the, the time change is known to create some disturbance to our internal clock, but that, that change is only an hour. So depending on our current healthy habits and our current sleep routines, disturbances within our internal clock may affect some people more so than others. Um, but sometimes we just need to look at this opportunity since we are all going to experience this change over this coming weekend for many. This might be an opportunity to establish or reestablish a good sleep routine, including avoidance of screens one hour prior to bedtime, increasing movement and physical activity during the day, being mindful of the amount of caffeine, nicotine or alcohol we consume. Um, as these can potentially disturb our sleep and trying to ensure we are sleeping for the appropriate amount of time based on current recommendations. So I'm speaking with uh, Christine Tomchik, who's a nurse practitioner with the Children's Exercise and Nutrition Clinic at McMaster University. Uh, I was uh, once a fan of the nightcap. What does a belt of scotch do for you or do to your sleep if you're having one before sleep? Un unfortunately, <laughs> alcohol might not deepen our sleep um, when we do sleep. We, we lose um, certain types of sleep within that our sleep cycle, and that wouldn't make us feel very rested throughout the day. Right. So it really, it, 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 even though it, it seems like it helps you off to the land of nod, it, it, it interrupts the actual cycle itself. Yes, it does. And usually in my clinic, I don't um, I work in a pediatric clinic, so those questions aren't usually. Oh, yeah, those asked. questions really the, the six the six year olds aren't aren't asking you. Thankfully, no. <laughs> um, tell me about kids and and kids sleep and and what the uh, what the pandemic has done to kids sleep. Um, unfortunately, with the pandemic, um, because their children are found to be not as active, um, not having the same routines as before, it's, it's really affected their sleep. Um, children require longer periods of sleep than do adults um, as they are still growing and having higher metabolic demands. Um, change is often difficult for children. They may experience some sleep disturbance um, during this time with the, the daylight savings. But, um, you know, the question is, you know, how do we 
how do we improve upon this? You know, how can we minimize any potential disturbances to our, our wakefulness? So uh, um, just in, in regards to the, the change that's happening this weekend, where we're moving our clocks forward, um, recommendations to move bedtime forward by 15 to 30 minutes over a span of few days as possible. However, um, this is going to be happening um, this weekend. So if you don't, if you didn't have the time to move that time forward on Sunday, um, just wake up at the desired time and fill the day with physical, physical activity. Um, expose yourself to sunlight and tire yourselves out while you're outside. And then go to bed at the regular um, scheduled time. And if your child is not of a napping age, try to keep them awake, even if it appears that they're a bit more tired than usual. And that includes adults as well. And then at night, making sure you wind down without electronics about an hour before bedtime and waking up on Monday um, as per usual. Um, the key to, to all the, disrupt, the disruptions during the pandemic is to create a good and healthy routine, which has been very difficult for many because of the frequent disruptions, unfortunately. Absolutely. Well, hopefully we're getting back to normal and we're able to be able to absorb this change this uh, weekend and get some good sleep. Christine, great to talk with you. Good, great to talk to you too, Al. You take care. Bye now. That's uh, Christine Tomchik, who's a nurse practitioner uh, at McMaster Children's Hospital. You can count on me. You can count on me to ask the nurse at the Children's Hospital about booze. That's that's my move each and every time. All right. <laughs>